Yo, this is Jake Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking out the Barber Life Podcast once again. It's your boy Jake Cuts Fresh. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Jake underscore Cuts underscore Fresh. And no, I'm not on Snapchat. I'm just too old for that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, um, I always like to have a guest on. You know, I do them solo. It's fun, but it's more fun with more people. So I got my man Tyler Sullivan on the line. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I want to talk to you because uh, I saw this thing kind of pop up on my feed on Instagram about uh, a barber social. Um, this thing you guys are doing called the New England Barber Social. Uh, yeah. Wicked excited about it because this is exactly what the culture needs in my mind. So I just wanted to have you on and I just want to learn more and teach the people about it. Oh, thanks, man. We're super excited, too. Yeah, it's uh, basically a new professional education event that we are offering to New England barbers, which we've got this really cool gentrified barbering culture in New England. As you know, you know, there's a lot of dudes with longer hair now that are going to barber shops to get the top of their hair styled in addition to the fades and whatnot that you would classically get at a barber shop. I think barbers are becoming a little bit more diversified as our New England clients. Sure. So it's really cool to see the progression that's happening where you're at in Massachusetts uh, and all the way up to northern New England, up in Maine and Vermont and New Hampshire and down in Connecticut and Rhode Island as well. So the six states of New England, we want to offer basically a new form of education for professional barbers to come to, network at, uh, learn from, get inspired at, you know, shop tools, check out some of the best barbers in the industry and kind of do it in such a way where it's like an intimate, not a major expo style, but more of an intimate format where you'll get some real quality learning experience. But also we set it up as almost like a big barber party, which is why it's called mm. a barber social. We like yeah. parties. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, look, we've been doing professional education for a long time. Um, and so we know kind of what professional barbers look forward to. So in addition to, you know, the great cutting education and the business education, we're going to spend some time on social media, some time on how you get affiliated with some of these barbering brands. If you want to be a platform artist for them. You obviously get the technical education. We got competitions going, a couple of barber battles. Um, but in addition to all of that, we have these elements, these lifestyle elements that appeal to the barbering culture. Right. So, you know, when you think about like what, Jake, are some of your likes outside of, you know, cutting hair? Uh, Hip hop, music, 100%, number one, and then just art in really any form. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. So we agree. So we look at it as art music and fashion so yeah. we've got this large scale artist brian cartier coming in doing a big Jimi hendrix painting live at the event he's got a bunch of cool street art that he does he's going to be selling his paintings at the event so if barbers want to pick up some art for their shop they can pick that up um so you know that i think appeals to the artist in us in addition to this hair so that's going to be going on at the event 
We got DJ Knife coming up from Boston. He's going to be scratching it up on the turntables, spinning the whole time at this venue, which, by the way, is a really cool music venue in Manchester, New Hampshire. We'll get into that, but Mm. it's kind of set up perfectly for this type of an event because it's got a main stage. It's got all the lighting, all the sound we want. So we got the DJ spinning. So it's almost like you're going to be going to like a nightclub to hang out, you know, grab a cocktail, etc. Well, we got education going on on stage. We got vendors in the house that you can shop around, grab samples, learn about new tools, new products. We got apparel. But in addition to all of that, we're bringing in the top tattoo gallery from manchester new hampshire top shelf tattoo gallery they're going to be giving away complimentary barber tattoos at the event event. (laughs) excuse me yeah 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 so i mean that's one of these lifestyle things right so we got the music we got the art we've got tattoos jamming out uh we got some fashion we got apparel providers coming in selling some dope ass barber apparel um so i think it really speaks to the barbering community you know yeah man so I know Brian actually. I well I know him through social. I never like hung out with the dude, but um, I've been following him for a while, and he's got an awesome story. His life is cool, and his art's right up my alley. So <laughs> that that's good. Now I've, the the whole time you've been talking about we 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 and we I know who we are. I know who you are. But <laughs> if if you know people are new to my cast or new to who you are, uh, explain what's going on. Like who, what, like what's your company? Nice. Yeah. So our company is called Sullivan Beauty, and we are the ones hosting the New England Barber Social. We are the longest standing independent barber supplier in New England. Boom. My, yeah, boom. Is right. <laughs> My grandfather, C.B. Sullivan, started in 1945. He was driving around in his barber supply van selling talc and barbicide and sharpening shears and believe it or not clippers oster 76s back then yeah yeah he was out he was a route salesman the barbers if you got an old-time barber in your barber shop and especially if you got any listeners from like the main new hampshire vermont area um they'll know sully that's what was my grandfather's name was you know a couple of these guys got receipts up on the wall from the late 40s you know that my grandfather used to go by so that's where we started we've been a barber supplier since 1945 Um, my father cb jr bought the company from his parents in 1980 when my grandfather got alzheimer's and uh, my dad and his four siblings built up this company cb sullivan company from their parents basement of their home into the largest barber and beauty supplier on the East Coast of the United States over a 30-year period from 1980 to 2010. In 2010, we had 32 professional stores throughout Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. We sold all the prominent barber brands, Oster, Wall, Andes. Now we've got Babyliss in addition to that as well as most of the prominent beauty supply brands out there for cosmetologists. And, uh, you know, that's our second generation. And then uh, my dad sold the company in 2010 to a company called Salon Centric, mm-hmm. which many of your listeners probably know of. That's yeah. basically your local supply store these days. Um, and we started a new company at that point, which is now Sullivan Beauty. And uh, we're in it about 
10 years almost. Uh, 2019 makes it nine years since we started the company as the third generation. And so, yeah, we, we specialize in not only supplying barbers with their tools and their products, with next day shipping on SullivanBeauty.com, but we also provide everybody with professional education. That's really where we specialize, Jake. We do right. some really cool outside-of-the-box stuff. You know, we're renting out art museums and bowling alleys, and we've got all sorts of cool stuff going on. So this one I'm really excited for because it's a big nightclub, and uh, I think it's going to appeal to the New England barber community. I love it. So that's actually how I met you is through one of your events. And um, it was a That's free. Right. It, it was a free event, and I walked in this joint, and I'm like, "Yo, this is free! Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked out of here. Like, I don't belong here. This is too nice. Like, this is <laughs> like I'm looking around. I'm like, I saw a few familiar faces, and I actually used to work with one of the bartenders. Started rapping with her, and you know, I'm like, okay, okay, this is cool. And then you know, that was the Nicarosio event in Boston, and that absolutely, the, yeah. He, he gets on stage, and I was just like, word, like, no, I totally belong here. This is incredible. And I just kept waiting for, like, the cash grab. Like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I kept waiting, like, yeah, just buy this. Or um, before you leave, make sure you um, sign up on our mailing list so that we can bomb you with spam. You know, like, none of that happened. I mean, right. I could buy anything I wanted to, but it wasn't yep. like, make sure you do it. And it was just like, okay, this is, this is nice. So you guys do massive stuff and that's what's intriguing to me about you i'm really like i said earlier offline i was like man i'm trying to learn from you um because <laughs> Thank I, you. Appreciate that. I have logistic issues in my personal life <laughs> things don't always work out the way i think they're going to so this is like a huge undertaking you know what i mean yeah so yeah. like why is it super important that you guys do this like because you could easily just be like nah you know what i mean like you probably hit some bumps in the road you could easily have stopped at any point why is it so important to get this thing popping yeah man i I, i'm glad you asked that question because it is a very massive undertaking to organize a big event like this you know we got multiple barber brands and vendors involved we got a bunch of featured artists we got competitors venues lifestyle partners It, it takes a lot of organization thankfully by the way you know, we've got an education coordinator, Meg Fornatero, who kicks ass. She's super organized, and she helps with, with all the little nitpicky details of these events because this is one of many education events that we have going on right now. I'm talking to you in March, and this is our spring segment, and our spring education calendar is always popping off, right? Because people yeah. come out of winter. They're yeah. looking for education. They want to get inspired. Summertime, it tends to slow down a little bit because here in New England, you know, we've got three months of good weather. People want their weekends off, so we kind of chill out there. But spring and fall is crazy. So in addition to the New England Barber Social, we've got a couple of major events that we're hosting right now. But the reason that we decided to launch a new series of education for New England barbers is because we don't feel like there's enough options in New England for really good quality professional education for barbers. Mm. I mean, I look, you got the CT Barber Expo. They are holding it down, man. Jay Major's doing a great job. That is a massive show. You want to go down there, you get to see every barber brand under the sun. You get to see some of the best barbers in the industry, that whole thing. Um, and it's great, and it appeals to a lot of us, right, because you get that great exposure. And you can also get the classroom formats and everything. So that's fantastic. But, you know, aside from that, you got BarberCon in New York. And then on the other side of the spectrum, on the smaller side of education, 
You might be affiliated with a brand that offers in-shop education, or maybe you work for somebody cool like yourself who's passionate about education, so you're hosting classes for your team to help them with their professional development. There's not really anything in the middle. Mm. And what I mean by the middle is like a mid-sized, which is 500 barbers or less, a mid-sized professionally produced so this isn't some backyard program. This is like legit barbering right. <laughs> uh, education event, right? So uh, that was our, our target. We want to give New England barbers more options. And like if you're a barber, there's 6,700 barbers throughout the six states of New England. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. And the, that's as of last year, 6,700 barbers. And when you look at the stats broken down by state, You've got a lot of barbers in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, northern Massachusetts that have to travel a couple hours to get down to Hartford, Connecticut. We want to make the barber education a little bit more accessible. So instead of having to go to New York for BarberCon or CT Barber Expo in Hartford, we looked at the New England Territory and we said, where is dead center of the New England Territory. It's Manchester, New Hampshire, southern New Hampshire's biggest city, about 100,000 people. We've got awesome music venue there called jewel nightclub that's where we're going to be hosting the show it's super accessible right off the highway mad parking so you know the idea was if we're going to put together a good mid-size event let's put it in an accessible location where peeps can travel an hour maybe two hours tops and they can access this really quality education event so we just felt like there wasn't enough going on or there isn't enough going on in the professional barber education space. So we want to give another option. And that's why we decided to set out on the new England barber social. Everything that you talk about seems to be like you come from a different angle, you know, Um, which I think is super refreshing and I think is important. You know, it's very, Barbers are kind of split in my mind into two categories, and it's like one, somebody who wants to set a trend, maybe three. So let's put it this way. Somebody who wants to set a trend, and they work at it, and they get it going, and they create a trend. Um, Two is the guy who wants to learn all the trends and be able to offer them, which is kind of where I put myself. And then the third guy who just tries weekly and (laughs) feverishly to just get – I made a word up, feverishly um, (laughs) – To kind of just make sure they can do a sort of close second to the trends, you know? Okay. Um, but what I always want to do for the culture, and this is why I'm super pumped to like be talking about you about talking to you about this, is create something where you can come as you are, whichever one you are, that there's a bunch of different barber archetypes, and maybe I'll make a cast about that at some point. But yeah. everybody can come to this. Now so Don's barbershop, the 62-year-old barbers from there could come in and learn something. Absolutely. You know? and, yeah. and the kid that's in barber school right now could come in. Or the guy who's second career, you know, wants to be a barber, kind of phased out at his 9 to 5, could come in and all be sort of part of something. Because, first of all, there's alcohol. So who doesn't like alcohol? You can hear that. And <laughs> I'll speak on I'll speak on experience DJ Knife is nothing nothing to be played with, man. He is nice. I used to go to his night. He had a night up in the enormous room, Tommy and Knife, when they used to do that. All right. He's nasty DJ. So even if you're not a big hip-hop fan, he's going to be playing the breaks. He's going to be playing all the stuff that you're going to have a good time. You know what I mean? So this whole thing is just like 
I love how different it is and how it's coming from an angle where you're looking at it going, ah, oh, this is, if we did this, this covers all these bases, but it's totally different, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what what a lifestyle event is. These are really big on the West Coast right now. Um, they target specific kind of target markets. So if it were barbers, for instance, they would say, okay, what, do, what appeals to barbers? Uh, I don't know. Let's think about their culture. Let's think about their lifestyle. Um, obviously hair, education, inspiration. What are some other things? Uh, tattoos, good music, yep. art, craft beers, craft beverages, gourmet food, um, fashion. Um, there's all sorts of cool lifestyle aspects that you can kind of identify that are similar amongst that same target market, that same group. And when we design events, you know, yes, we want them to be educational. Yes, we want students to be able to walk away and understand some new techniques that maybe they haven't heard. We want the senior barbers to learn from, you know, we got Pope the Barber coming in. She's got 90,000 followers, I think. How did she get up to 90,000 followers? We right. want the senior barbers to understand how to blow themselves up in the social media channel if that's something they're interested in. So what we try and do is we almost have like this checklist of different things that we want to provide at the event, and then we develop the event around that. And in my opinion, I am a big fan of like going to the bar and socializing and hanging out with my friends and listening to good music. But there's also a big aspect where I'm kind of like, man, it would be so cool if somebody was cutting hair right now or I was learning something at the same time because that makes it almost a double whammy. So we said, let's take this barber education event and let's make it more like a, a party. Let's make it more like a barber social. And it hasn't really been done before in this space, but we've done it for cosmetologists at hair shows. We've done progressive stuff like this where we turn our hair show into a neon glow bowling party afterwards or we have you know for this one for the new england barber social it's at jewel music venue and jewel nightclub in manchester afterwards we've got our best friends from the 815 speakeasy specially opening up their bar for us this place is so cool dude you go yeah. through a telephone booth and you walk in and it's like crushed velvet draped everywhere and like <laughs> legit mixologist so we're hosting an after party there because that, in my opinion, kind of speaks to the barber culture. Yep. So that's that's how we designed the event, Jake. We decided, you know, what is going to appeal to the barbers? Let's get a tattoo artist in here. Let's get a live artist in here. Let's get an apparel provider in here. Let's get um, a really good DJ, DJ Knife. I'm really excited when I spoke with him. He's like, all right, Tyler, that's cool. We can do some old school hip hop, but I want to throw in some latest drops too and scratch it up. And I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. So he's got a sick playlist already put together. Um, and, you know, we've got a taco truck coming, some, like, fresh gourmet tacos. Nice. We've got a great Northern Ale Works sponsoring the event. So they're bringing in craft beers. And we've got a couple of craft cocktails. And obviously there's all non-alcoholic beverages as well. But, yeah, we really try and make it more of a lifestyle event that's going to appeal to the barbers with more than just education. Also stuff that's going to appeal to your interests. That's – I was just thinking when you said that. It reminds me of like when I started getting really good at cutting hair and I was still doing home haircuts. I don't do those anymore because I'm too busy. But And the beers were flowing. The music was playing. And all your friends were there. And it's like you really just enjoyed cutting hair at that moment. So for the barbers, 
where that just rang a bell with you, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. this is so how the hell so how's it gonna run though? Because you're talking about a lot <laughs> I mean it's a lot of stuff. Is it gonna be like, okay, now it's time for this, now it's like what's the run of show look like? Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, let me give you the quick breakdown. So basically doors open at four PM at Jewel Music Venue, Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, from there, I'm probably going to jump up on stage around 4.30, kind of open up the party a little bit, tell, tell all the attendees a little bit about what our vision is and why we're doing it and what tonight's all about. And then at 5 p.m., we're going to drop our first barber battle. That's going to be the quickest and cleanest competition. We're allowing up to 12 barbers to compete in that. Um, they're going to have 15 minutes from start to finish to give us their quickest and cleanest fade. We've got a panel of celebrity judges, like top-name barbers, who are going to be judging it afterwards. Um, we got a 1000 bucks up for grabs. I should say $1,000 in cash and prizes. Gotcha. This is actually 500 bucks cash, $500 in prizes um, that are up for grabs for that competition in between first, second, and third place. So we got three winners there. That's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Um, actually, the homies from Babelist for Barbers are one of our featured partners. We'll talk about our vendors in a minute, but uh, they had customized two clippers for the event winners. So, (laughs) yeah, this is actually, we're premiering this right here with you guys on the Barber Life podcast. So first place in that competition is going to get a Louis Vuitton pair of the gold FX clippers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other competition that will start soon after, the second barber battle, is called the Titus Tattoo Competition. And what we're going to do there is we're going to do 45 minutes from start to finish. So you bring your model, your model's all cleaned up, you can't start until the buzzer goes off, and then you got 45 minutes to bang out your tightest tattoo, your best hair design, and you're going to be judged on overall intricacy of the design um, and the best overall look. And uh, the winner of that competition is going home with a Gucci pair of gold FX clippers, <laughs> as provided by Babelist, as well as 250 bucks cash. So that'll be a first, second, and third place competition as well. So we've got the two barber battles. We expect those to go from about five to seven when all is said and done. And then we jump into the hair jam and the hair jam goes from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And this is probably my favorite part of the event because there's a couple of special things happening here. Um, The hair jam is basically we got DJ Knife up on stage. He's spinning tunes. We're going to put 10 barbers on stage. There's actually six on stage, and then we've got platforms in front of the stage with velvet ropes in front of it where we can put another four barbers. Okay. So you've got 10 barbers cutting hair at once. You've got some of the best barbers in New England coming in for this event and some talented imports. But we're also – we left open 10 spots for local celebrities, we like to call them, right. who are kind of like coming up on the New England barber scene and want to get up on stage and strut their swagger and cut alongside these big-name barbers. We've made it an opportunity where if you're interested in, in applying to be a part of the Hair Jam, you can go right to our website, nebarbersocial.com, and you hit a little application link, and you fill out your name and your Instagram handle, and uh, you might win a chance to be on stage cutting hair in front of the whole group. 
That's awesome, man. That's a huge opportunity. Yeah, man. I mean, we got 10 of the best barber brands in the industry who are going to be in the house watching these barbers on stage. Um, you know, some of the bar- most of the barbers are featured artists. Our 10 featured artists are educators for current barber brands. So some of their brands are there. But I mean, you got people in the house that might even recruit you and put you on their team. So uh, this is a great opportunity wow. for local barbers to get notoriety. Um, and, you know, kind of give them the spotlight that they deserve because we see a lot of good talent on Instagram. I mean, I know you're in there, man. You're, you're part of the scene. Yeah. We're watching you guys. You're seeing people. It's, it's a big community of sharing and loving, and it's great. Um, but some of these cats, you know, they can't get past that 2,000-person mark or that 1,000-follower mark. We're going to put these guys up on stage and girls up on stage. We got a big interactive social media screen where we're going to be showing their Instagram page. Okay. So the 500 barbers in the crowd can pull open their phone and follow and take a look at the type of work that these barbers are doing. And it's just a really great opportunity. And we, we, see, we see some space to create this platform for local artists to shine. So that's what the Hair Jam is all about. It's two hours of haircutting. I'm going to be floating around on stage as the MC. I'm going to be getting sound bites from our featured artists on the techniques that they're doing, the tools that they're using, what current trends they're seeing in their barbershop, whether it be more texture on the top or, you know, whatever they're seeing. We want them to talk a bit about that. So you get kind of this educational piece of it, technical skills. You're going to go home with lots of inspiration. You get to see big name barbers. And of course, we get to blow up some of these local celebrities, which would be a lot of fun. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's pretty amazing. So for those of you listening, I'm not going to be at all offended if you just hit pause right now, get right on your phone, go to <laughs> nebarbersocial.com, you said, right? Yep. I'm make sure I got that right because I don't want to be that guy. All right? Just do do this. This is opportunities. And these don't come a lot. Like, I think I've told you a bunch of times, but, like, where barbering is right now on social media and like as a culture, like I've been wanting that since I started. Like I was constantly trying to create it and find it and it's here. So like and like I don't want to hear anything from a Massachusetts barber or anybody in New England say, Oh, there's nothing going on. <laughs> I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear That's about right. no opportunities. This is like a golden one. This is a golden egg. Boom. Grab it. That's right. And you know what? This is the first of many. We're going to we're doing this one on Sunday, April 28th, which is in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, The next one is scheduled for I think it's Sunday, September 15th. So it'll be in the fall and we're doing it in the Somerville area just outside of Boston. Mm -hmm. And really, our goal, Jake, is to kind of pop all over these really cool progressive pockets of barbers in new england so we want to do one in portland maine we want to do one in burlington vermont we want to do one in providence rhode island we'll probably do one in hartford connecticut um but these are the first two this year we're going to do one this spring and we're going to do one this fall and you know we're going to test it out this is our first time at it right i don't know if it's going to have the demand i mean the early results of the ticket sales that are coming in is showing it filling up i mean we're like what are we we're Four weeks into promoting it, and we've got 170 tickets sold of 500. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're, 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 you know, it's filling up pretty quickly, which is awesome. So I think that shows that there's demand there, and we'll keep the party rolling. But, um, yeah, it's a good opportunity, and I don't think it's really been addressed yet. So we're, we're really excited to be the ones to bring it to New England for New England Barbers. 
Well, this, is, this is what, like I said, this is something I always wanted. I, it, for those of you that listen that went to any of my Beats, Brews, and Barbers events, this is what I wanted it to be. And this is this is it with a budget and, like, on steroids and, like, here you go. Like, if I could have created this with, with, with no boundaries, this is what I would have made for you guys anyway. So that's why so I like... What, what, what was Beats, Brews, and Barbers? Tell this, us about that. So I did that. I've done three of them. Um, similar thing, spring, fall, try to, you know, because I, I know... Like summertime, nobody's around, and winter, ugh, right. you know. Um, so same thing. Um, what I would do is I would get like two thirty racks of P- PBR, and, and nice. then have people bring their own. I'd have a bunch of coolers. You just everybody throws all their beers in a cooler, and it's just community style. Everybody grab a beer, and I would have like four or five artists showcase. Well, I should say I call them artists now because I'm so. <laughs> that's what we. Yeah, yeah. But, but four or five barbers showcase, and like usually like three at a time, and. You could just watch these men or women cut hair and learn something, and then just in a also, nice, like, laid back environment where you're enjoying yourself, right? And just kicking it, yeah. Just old school hip hop in the background. There was no sales of anything going on. It was just come as you are, uh, yep. introduce yourself. And the first one that I put together, I had people hit me up from all over the place, like, how much are tickets? And I didn't even have tickets. It was just like, just show up, and. uh the second one wasn't as good. I didn't promote it as well. And I also waited a long time in between them, you know. And then this last one, I tried to squeeze it in a little too much going on in my life at the time. I was in the big process of switching things over in my shop. I was uh, losing a guy, one of my best barbers. And, you know, I just kind of squeezed it in there because I didn't want to not do it. And, you know, they've been good. They've been really fun. And I get a lot of great feedback, but they're not hitting the mark that I had set in my mind, you know. Okay. And so when you came to me like, hey, we got this thing, I'm like, okay, I want to hear about it. And you're telling me about it. I'm like, holy hell, this is exactly what I'm talking about, man. This yeah. Is it. So please, barbers, don't waste your time. Go buy some tickets. Go do it. Oh, well, how do they do that? <laughs> Let, let's get to that. Yeah, sure. I mean, we're, we're trying to make it very attainable. So the tickets are only $30. Um, you can go to nebarbersocial.com. There's a link right there that says buy tickets. You can sign up. Um, also on our website, anybarbersocial.com, you can sign up if you want to compete, uh, if you're going to be in either the tightest tattoo competition, or if you're going to be in the quickest and cleanest competition, um, it's $50 registration fee that covers you and your model. You're going to want to bring a model. We also have an outline of kind of all the rules on there for the competitions. Good. We, we had a cat that signed up with two different models for the tightest tattoo. I'm like, all right, bro, if you want to do two <laughs> models in 45 minutes, that's cool. Um, so he, because he is competing for over $1,000 in that one competition by itself in cash and prizes, um, he did have to pay two registration fees. So each model that you bring in, you're going to have to pay a $50 registration fee, but you can sign up right there on our website. And then also, if you uh, think you've got what it takes to stand on stage and cut hair in front of 500 barbers, and be up there with our featured artists, um, you can also apply to be a part of the Hair Jam right there on our website, anybarbersocial.com. That's dope. So, yeah, so can we talk about the the barbers? Like, are, are we allowed to say who they yeah. are yet? Or? Okay. I don't know yeah. if that was secretive or I don't know. I mean, I know uh, you've posted some stuff on the Instagram. I mean, go to the Instagram, too. That's at 
N-E Barber Social, right? I believe. Yeah, it just yeah. says in like New England Barber Social, N-E Barber Social. Yeah, exactly. We've had a pretty fun marketing campaign on Instagram. We've we've only really been marketing it there to see what type of response it's gotten. And actually, uh, we, ha- we have physical flyers going to print this week. So, you know, here at Sullivan Beauty, our barber supply distributorship, we've got 15 salespeople all over New England. So they're going to be running around with flyers, dropping them off at barber shops and such. But, um, at ne barber social is the instagram page we've been leaking some fun information and yeah Mm. we're about to launch all of the featured artists so might as well give you guys the exclusive here on the podcast um it's been fun man we we wanted to get a good variety all right so i basically i'll just start by saying we want to spread the love here in new england and there's a lot of really great barbers here in New England, right? We Absolutely. see a lot of them at CT Barber. We see a lot of them on social. You know what I'm talking about. I always say that. But I, in my opinion, I'm biased. The best barbers are here <laughs> New England. <laughs> there's a lot of good barbers out there, man. But it really has been very fascinating. I mean, I've been in the industry personally for 15 years. And to watch kind of how this barbering culture has gotten gentrified has like it's coming up i mean it's it's blowing up again which is sick because back in the day it was all about the barbers and then you know in the late 60s when the beatles came to america people started wearing their (laughs) hair longer and people started shifting over to salons but in the past i'm gonna call it eh, six to seven years here in new england you're starting to see this very cool culture coming up again right and um there's a lot of shops doing it right, and they were ahead of that trend, and it's very cool to see that happening. So anyways, we wanted to feature a lot of these local barbers. So most of our featured artists are local. Actually, nine of the ten are all New England barbers. Um, and then we bring it in Pope the Barber. We bring it in. We, we brought in. <laughs> we are bringing in <laughs> Pope the Barber from California. Um, she is a... Hattori Hanzo team member, Hanzo Nation, the Shears. Um, and Hanzo is one of our vendors, uh, one of our partner brands. So they're bringing in Pope the Barber for us. So she's going to be up on stage, which is sick. So she's basically our West Coast, our West Coast import. Right. Um, in addition to her, we've got a couple other really good lady barbers. We've got Dana Gamba, who is at oh, DG Cuts. DG. Yeah. You know DG. Yeah. Yep, so Dana owns a Rectify Barbershop in Mansfield. Actually, that's a really cool shop. That's a new shop. Have you been down there at all, Jake? I haven't been down. I don't know where that well. Like, I want to just check it out, but I, I've i met her a couple times, but I don't know where like that. It's like, yo, I'm going to come by and chill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mad cool. I went down to get a haircut from her a couple times now, but she's got like a barbershop and a salon, and they do like permanent makeup. So they're really appealing to a couple different target markets there. But that's called Rectify in Mansfield. You can check her out at DG Cuts on Instagram. I think she got like 8,000 followers. She's a babelist for barbers, platform artist. She kills it. She got Boston's best men's cut this year. Um, Mm. Just super cool, super humble, really down to earth, but does very quality work. So she's going to be a lot of fun to watch on stage. Another female barber that we're bringing in is a lady called Jess Enos. And you can follow her on Instagram at Jess Enos underscore hair. And she spells her name J-E-S-E-N-I-S. 
And uh, Jess works at Varnished Gentleman's Salon and Shave Parlor in Manchester, New Hampshire. She is a national educator for John Paul Mitchell Systems. Oh, wow. For, yep. She's for, and Paul Mitchell's got a couple of men's lines now. Maverick Barbering has launched last year, and it's huge. Really good men's grooming products. So she's an educator for them. Nice. As well as the Mitch brand. And another brand, which is probably the best kept secret in the barbering industry, they make these sick razors and barber cutting tools. They're called Donald Scott, New York City. Um, so she's going to be there demoing the Donald Scott tools, their razors and their carving combs. She's got a mannequin head on a tripod so barbers can come through and kind of get them in their hands and check them out and learn about them. Cool. Yeah, so Jess is one of our other female barbers. And then the other featured artist that we got, we got Gamma GQ. Gamma oh, wow. works at Titletown Barbershop in the Natick Mall, Natick, Massachusetts. He is a babbleist for barbers platform artist. He's a Puerto Rican cat. This kid is such a hustler. I love this kid. He comes from the streets of Puerto Rico. Hopefully he'll tell us his story. And he just worked his way up. He actually became the first babbleist platform artist on their team because he was hustling he was going to these shows and he was asking how do i get involved i can do this i want to do this and you know that's one of the business elements that we're going to talk about at the show jake Good. i think a lot of these barbers want to understand how to get affiliated with a barbering brand what if you want to travel around and be on the show circuit and learn from these other massive barbers how do you do that right so we're going to ask gamma about his journey and how he did that Gamma will be coming in. You can check him out on Instagram at Gamma GQ G A M A G Q. He's pretty cool. He got five thousand followers, and he's like he's he's just this really cool down to earth cat. You got Seth Davis coming up from Warwick, Rhode Island. He owns a shop called Urban Fellow. He can be followed at Seth the Barber. He's a Paul Mitchell Maverick Mitch educator. Again, kid puts out super quality work really humble which i like in a barber you know he's not out there trying to be all splashy and shit he's just got his his stuff dialed in nice and tight and real quality professional barber yeah got, i know him yeah you know seth you've seen him do some stuff yeah i just said i stumbled upon his ig page and i was like whoa this dude's from rhode island i'm like this this yeah. is crazy because he i think he cuts a lot of the patriots hair at one, or, or had at one point yep yep exact actually both gamma and seth uh do patriots hair and another one of our guys danny domingo who's coming up he owns the barbershop lounge on newberry street in boston oh yeah and Danny's a really cool cat. He was a Oster platform artist for many years. He also works with a line called V76 as an educator. Um, you know, actually, check him out on Instagram. He did a really cool post the other day showing the amount of revenue that he did as an individual barber last year to talk about what's possible as a barber. And mm. he's not doing it in like a braggadocious way, he's Good. trying to be transparent and saying, look, guys. If you're focused and if you keep clientele and if you're professional and reliable, this is where you go. So that's another cool element that we're going to spend some time on. Like how do you really blow up your barbering game through being a professional barber? Like what does that take? Um, Danny Domingo can be followed on Instagram at BossDan89. Boss as in Boston, B-O-S-D-A-N-89. Nice. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a cool cat, and he does a lot of uh, the professionals, too, a lot of these uh, sports. He's got some Bruins players and stuff that get their hair cut by him. Uh, how about, do you know Corey Bacon? Uh, cut coach. 
Yeah, cook the cook coach. coach. Yeah, yep. I talk to him here or there on on you know on social, man. Yeah, I, I want to get, I want to, I want to meet that man. I want to sit, I want to talk to him a lot. Yeah, dude, you do. Let me tell you, this cat has been in the industry for I don't know how many years, but like he started in Brooklyn, New York, and he's another one who's just kind of busted his tail and worked his way up. He's a master barber and a cosmetologist. I mean, he's one of these dudes that does killer hair, but he can also do beautiful color. Um, he's an international platform artist and one of the faces of Maverick Barbering. Nice. Check this guy out. He's got 32,000 followers on Instagram. You can check him out at the cut coach. Really, really cool cat. Um, we did a bunch of education with him called fades and blades, big series of education. He likes to talk tools, products, technique, and you know, he's just, he's one of these senior dudes that's been like a senior dudes. He's young, but he's been in the industry. <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> what you mean. You're going to kill me when he hears that. No, he's been in the industry (laughs) since he was like 15 or something, you know. So he's just very respectable, very knowledgeable. He's all over the world. He did a big thing, uh, I think it was in Paris last year. They flew him out for a big barbering convention. So, you know, when we talk about international, it's not just a title. The cat's everywhere. Um, Yeah, so Corey's going to be there. And then we got a couple of your hometown homies from the Barber's Den. Oh, Uh, yeah. We got Evan and Steve. Steve. Ferreria, did I pronounce? I don't never pronounce his last name right. I, I say Ferreira. I don't think it really makes a huge difference. <laughs> Steve is. I, I got to talk about this cat for a minute. Um, you can follow him on Instagram at sd six one seven. I know he's been on your podcast a couple of times. E s t e six one seven. He works at the Barber's Den in Belmont. The Barber's Den's got three locations now: Melrose, Belmont. They just opened their, or I think they're about to open their Somerville location. It's like any day now, yeah. And uh, the owner of that, Evan, uh, I don't even want to pronounce his last name. Georgopoulos, (laughs) I think, is how you say it. Um, Evan is a really cool cat too. You know, he's a Baxter of California, international educator, platform artist. You can follow him on Instagram at. Ev Goras, E-V-G-O-R-A-S underscore. Um, so these two cats are really, they helped stimulate this program. Um, Steve specifically said, you know, Tyler, I've been talking. He, I think he was talking with you, right? Weren't you guys talking about trying to put together kind of a larger scale education event? Yeah, like how do we do it? Like how, like we, we, we talk about it all the time. Like how, how do we make this like better? How do we make it less like sales pushy? You know, how do we yeah. make it more like... Um, I got knowledge and you don't, so let me give it to you, you know? Right, right, good. Well, yeah, Steve came, I mean, he and his wife, Erin, are very kind of hungry for education, which I really appreciate because you always have to be growing in this industry. But they came to a couple of our Arojo events because Nick Arojo is like this master razor cutter. You know, Erin's been cutting hair for a long time as a cosmetologist. And uh, Steve goes to Vidal Sassoon Education. Actually, I think Steve... Is in New York at the International Beauty Show today, cutting on stage for Arojo. Yeah, he's definitely there this weekend. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, I saw it on his Instagram. So these guys kind of came to me and said, look, we want to do something. We've got a bigger vision. And I said, well, that's kind of funny because I've been studying um, you know, the barber market for a while. And for the past two years, I've been kind of meditating on a program and what it would look like and how we would do it and what the size would be and what types of stuff we would have at the event. And they really were the ones who kind of put a flame under my ass and said, well, let's do this thing, man. Let's put it together. So, you know, it it started, the vision started with a Boston event. 
Um, and we said, you know what, Boston's cool. We'll put together Boston, but we want to start in Manchester, New Hampshire, so we can give access to, you know, a big portion of that sixty-seven hundred barbers up in Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont right. that want to come down as well. And then we'll warm up in the spring up there, and then we'll do something in Boston this fall. So, you know, props to Steve, and props to Evan, and props to you, Jake, for kind of having your thumb on the pulse and and asking for more and wanting local education because. You guys really helped promote this thing. Absolutely, man. Nah, thank you. You know, yeah. I, you know, I've been told many times. Uh, you know, you got great vision. You just got to get like the logistics part down. You know, by anybody I've been working with, and I really feel as though I'm just a vision guy. You know, like I, I have these ideas, and I'll kick them to you, or I'll kick them to Steve, or I'll kick them to somebody, and just you know, see what happens. You know, and this, this, this is this is what happens. It's a collective consciousness, really. You know. Yes, a lot of us are looking at this, and you're very—I mean, you're on the other side of the industry, but you're exactly the same as us, man. You like to look, you know, you're you're about the art, fashion, couple nice drinks, man. You know, socializing. It's, uh, yeah, you're absolutely. right. You're right in it too. It's just—it's—it's it's a beautiful lifestyle. It's a life, and that's why the whole bar—you know—it's why the Barber Life podcast exists. You know, it's about life. That's so. right, baby. Um, yeah, I think I think we are kind of as a distributor and working with manufacturers which I should share the manufacturers that are participating in this program, we are um, used to putting together education programs and working with them to kind of facilitate their artists and their vision for education and our vision for education. So, yeah, when we take these ideas and we collaborate um, and you give them to us as a professional distributor who does many events – it, it all comes together. And so I really think that if there's a barber in New England that's looking for good education, they're going to want to come to this event because it's a different type of education. It's not a big expo. It's not super salesy. It's very much about, you know, come, kick back, have fun. Um, you totally can shop from our vendors. You can talk to the professionals and get some ideas on products and new tools. Um, but it's really just about a laid-back kind of progressive social format where you're going to learn from it, be inspired, and hopefully take it home to the shop and apply some stuff, you know? Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for breaking some news out here. It keeps keeps me feeling exclusive, you know? Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, my man. listeners feel exclusive. And, uh you know, one thing I will say about the Sullivan Company, as far as I've been dealing with you guys for about a year now, is that you offer a lot of value. There's a Thank lot of you. value, and and uh, I think that's why we connect really well. You know, we uh, try, baby, we so, try. So one more time, let's just get the let's get the website, the Instagram, and then if you want to put any of your personal stuff in there, um, so that they can leave with that as as the end and it's fresh in their mind. Yeah, no problem. You know what? There's one little thing I would like to sneak in there oh, if sure. I could. I didn't share who's coming for vendors. Oh, okay, yeah. We got some pretty sick vendors in the house, so I'll just kind of blast off that list real quick. Please, yeah. Um, and, and one other featured artist I didn't touch on who's also kind of laying it down. He owns the original barbershop in Salem, New Hampshire, Evan Valcourt. You can follow him at E underscore Master V on Instagram. He's a really sick artist, does really quality hair. So he's going to be one of our featured artists as well. And then we've got a couple of 
up-and-comers, some local celebrities that we'll be announcing on the Instagram page. But, yeah, the vendors, the the barber brands that are involved, we actually brought in a couple of tool brands. We got Babelist for Barbers. We got Hattori Hanzo Shears. We got Donald Scott NYC. They've got the Barber Razors. We got uh, Maverick Barbering. Ruzel will be in the house. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like their products a lot. We got Blind Barber in the house, Baxter of California, The Holy Black, Mitch the Man, and then we got some barber apparel and general supplies being supplied by Guild Supply. They do really sick barber aprons. Um, Sully's Supplies, which is our line of barber supplies. So, you know, if people need to pick up any towels or, or, you know, barbicide talc all that's the blades everything's going to be there in addition nice. and then we've got some uh really cool we just brought in a bunch of uh um high-end cutting capes so we got fendi and gucci and versace and louis vuitton inspired capes so that'll be kind of fun to have at the event too got the yeah the high-end bougie bouge the bougie bouge because that shit's <laughs> blowing up oh yeah, people man. love it People if love people it. want to buy tickets or they want to check it out, go to our website, which is nebarbersocial.com. You can follow us on Instagram at, at nebarbersocial. And, uh, yeah, that's that's basically all the information that anybody would need, man. That's great. I hope people grasp this opportunity. I hope you jump in the competitions and I hope you apply to be on stage with the, at the hair jam because that's, that's pretty – that's not gonna. That's not gonna be easy to attain. Otherwise, I mean, there's never been a situation, as far as I know, in the industry where you just fill out an application and you might get picked. That, that's that's like, right. You got to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody to. No, yeah. But this is this is this is pretty. This is like a hand opening, and then you can just walk into it. You know, so absolutely, yeah. We wanna we wanna feature the local barbers, man. So this is our opportunity, the New England Barber Social. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to share the information, Jake. We always appreciate, love the Barber Life podcast. Thank you. I also want to say props to those who listen through the end. I know that uh, there's a lot of information being spit at you guys, so it's cool if you're still listening. You guys are champs. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, man! You got that. All right, well, I will talk to you soon, man. Thank you for everything. All right, looking forward to seeing you. Thanks, Jake. All right, buddy. Peace.